0: Hope FM, faith-filled radio. Well, of course, uh, if you're listening in carefully this morning, then you'll know that our Thought for the Day today, and in fact, every day this week has been uh, produced and brought to us by, uh, by Peter Baker. And Peter's joining us on the phone right now. Good morning, Peter.
1: Good morning, Berg. Good morning, everyone.
0: Well, you've been, you've been getting great inspirations for the, from the Psalms. I mean, they really are uh, a pick-me-up, aren't they, in that sense? I guess that that's reflected very much in, in your readings.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's been good discipline for me to work through the Psalms, you know, uh, one by one. And I hope it's been good for the listeners. Um, I've I've enjoyed it. Part of the the routine for me in uh, COVID-19 world is discipline and doing certain things uh, to schedule. And that helps with routine and managing, you know, the rest of my crazy life too, I think. <laughs> I
0: mean, obviously, yeah, we're in a sort of slightly different level now because we're not in complete lockdown. Uh, there's, yeah. there's been a bit of a relaxing of the rules. But I guess that, that the difficulty, and certainly from a, from a church point of view, that things are pretty much as they were before, aren't they?
1: Yes, in terms of these mass, mass gathering uh, restrictions, you're right. But we're all trying to interpret uh, what is meant by stay alert as opposed to stay at home. And I think that, 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 does, that does mean that we've changed slightly what we've been doing. I mean, the last few weeks since we, we, we talked, I mean, we've had a number of firsts as a church. I've done my first um, funeral under restrictions. I've got another one this Friday. We had our first virtual coffee morning after church worship on Sunday. <laughs> but of course, so did everyone else. Everyone else in the country did the same thing. So the whole Zoom system collapsed. Everyone was having virtual coffee in churches all over the country. As a consequence, the whole system imploded, and we weren't really able to enjoy it. But, that, you know, everything is, is at like a first at the moment as we get into the, the, the routine. So we're, we're trying to change things up with technology and, and make the most of it. I'm very aware of the, of the vulnerable groups in churches like Lansdowne who don't have access to uh, online stuff. They have access to Hope FM, because, of course, local radio is really important for them. But in terms of stuff from the church out to them, we're doing everything by post, the old-fashioned way, because all I've got is a phone and uh, a, a, a letterbox. So, so we're learning about vulnerable groups and how to respond to them and help people through... It's very difficult, by the way, doing a funeral just for 10 people. And they're all socially isolated from each other within the uh, context uh, as as well so pastorally that's been very demanding for me
0: yeah well of course as you say it's difficult anyway saying goodbye to someone you know that that we love our our friends and families and that sort of thing and um, so to to not be able to do that of course would, would cause even further pain wouldn't it yeah yeah it's tough uh, what about mental health? Because obviously this is mental health week and we're, I can't believe that we're in the ninth week uh, of, of lockdown. And I'm, I'm, a lot of pressure. I mean, particularly if people were having difficulties before, all that has been happening in recent days would only have accentuated all those difficulties. Are, are, you, are you picking that up?
1: Yes, we are. We're beginning to see um, a spike now in, in issues related to mental health. I think people who went into lockdown with various you know struggles emotionally psychologically are having those things amplified now. We set up as a church a prayer line for our own community so we're encouraging people who need to talk to ring in to the prayer line and uh, we can advise and chat them through stuff. I mean some of us now are doing marriage counseling on, on online by Zoom video conference of course. So all of those things we we are addressing technologically but it might consider would be for the people that we don't uh, know are struggling, but we, we, we assume they are, and uh, that's a challenge for us pastorally the Church. So we're, we're working through how we can identify those kinds of needs and respond to them as appropriate. I mean, we're working with other churches too, uh, right across Bournemouth, uh, Christchurch and Poole, on various initiatives like the Love Your Neighbour scheme, food parcels. So in terms of, um, in terms of that area of, of, of social response, I think we're onto it. But the mental health, well being realities I-, I think those are going to become massively significant as as we move forward in the next several months.
0: I mean that that certainly was challenged before because I know to get counselling there there was sort of several months' wait for people but but obviously that's going to be all the more uh, critical now. the The other thing it is, I don't know whether you saw in the news about the environment and how our cities are looking a lot cleaner and the the birds. The skies, are, are yeah, <laughs> the skies are bluer. Yeah, absolutely. Skies are bluer. It does make you wonder, though, uh, Peter. Do you, do you? I mean, if everything was to lift tomorrow. Do you think that the the brave new world will be similar to the one we've left behind?
1: I I really hope we don't go back to that old world. I really hope we find some way of taking the lessons that we're learning about, you know, environment about, uh, about our our work patterns forward into the into the new new future. I mean there's this uh, concern isn't there that when we get back to normal so-called uh, CO2 emissions will again rocket. Um we've got a temporary sort of pause. But, but surely we are learning the importance of the relationship between uh, the way we live on planet Earth and the impact we have on planet Earth. And you'd like to think that uh, we can take some of this forward, even in a, a highly industrialized, uh, mechanized and global uh, uh, world world economy. There are some real benefits to our society and to our um, environment by, by, by just stopping all, all the production of this of this, you know, of this stuff of
0: course the other, the other immediate problem that we're going to face and the Chancellor has been talking about it uh, this morning in the paper is the fact that we're going to hit a, a really really bad uh, recession more, worse than we have seen ever before actually with many people mm. losing their jobs that again is going to cause uh, uh, many many problems for people and of course a real need for pastoral support
1: yeah yeah i mean again we're beginning to see that uh, in lansdowne uh, getting some sense of how many people are, are on furlough and how many will, s- will experience furlough becoming a permanent yeah. uh, loss of employment ten, ten, uh, yes yeah, so,
0: peter on furlough I, I was staggered by that 10, ten yeah ten million. they're
1: huge numbers aren't they yeah. huge numbers and the universal credits uh, applications going up yeah i think we're going to be several months if not years recovering the economy um and churches like lansdowne need to be there for people at, 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 at every level. It, it's a challenge, though, Blair, to know quite how to respond practically um, and as well as emotionally and, 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 and pastorally. What I do know is uh, it, it will be uh, an issue for us to think through as a church community how we support those in need.
0: And, of course, in terms of faith itself, I mean one of the very encouraging things that we are seeing are the number of people who are who are praying and the number of people who are actually watching the various online services, including your own um, these These numbers are, are 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 shooting up. Do you think that that in a, in a, in a strange sort of way that spirituality people 's relationship with God even them asking themselves the question, "Well is there a god or not do you think that that spiritually speaking we may see a reversal of 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 some of the secularism that unfortunately has been so much part of life you know in, in recent years
1: yes i mean i 'd like to think so i 'd like to think that this interest in the big questions of life, the ultimate issues of life is more than a a, a knee jerk novel response to the coronavirus world that we're, we're now living in. I'd like to think that. I'd like to think that this is uh, going to turn the tide spiritually in, in, in the UK, and certainly churches are making the most of the opportunity to engage with people in, in interesting and creative ways o- online. But again, I'm, I, I, for me, the jury is out. We'll, 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 we'll get a measure of that in two or three, four months' time when we see actually what really has happened, or is this M- merely a kind of emotional response on the part of some people to a sense of what do I do with all of this and then we'll revert back to normal and people will start becoming consumers again and materialistic again. And But I do think that, yeah, the whole, the whole progress project, uh, science and progress and technology is our future, I think that's been exposed uh, as, as an idea that has foundations to it. I mean, I'm all for the scientific... You know, project all all for research on the vaccine and things, but it, it, it's clear to me that that science is not the answer. Um, just like uh, consumerism is not is not the answer. And I do think people are asking, therefore, the bigger questions. If that's not the answer, what is the answer? Who are we? And of course, the issues of death and fragility and vulnerability are shouting very loudly to all of us now. And into that uh, into that uh, debate, I think the church comes with this message of hope and resurrection and life and confidence in, in, in God. I think the church has a wide open door. I just hope that we score a, you know, a few goals uh, as we go.
0: Yeah, take advantage of that. I mean, the, the question, of course, that a lot of people are asking, there's no easy answer to this, and it is, has God sent this virus? You know, is it, is it somehow a judgment? There are so many, many opinions on this. Do you, do you have a view, or are you, are you still yourself working it out?
1: I think I'm wrestling with, with the issues. I think that absolutely uh, God is in control of this. And, and it, at the very least, God allows these things in our world to point us away from our uh, supposed strength uh, to him. I certainly think God speaks, you know, in our pain uh, and asks us, asks us to reflect on life. So in, in that sense, God uh, is using uh, the current uh, pandemic to point us away from what we've trusted in, to the God who reigns and rules over everything. I, I, I mean, I think we have to be very careful that we draw uh, a, a direct line from suffering, uh, like, like the COVID-19 thing, to, to God. I mean, Jesus often in the, in the Gospels is asked, well, is, is the man who's born blind, w- what, what did he do? Did he sin, or did, was his parents sin? And Jesus, very reluctantly, almost doesn't answer those kinds of questions. Uh, I I think that that, that it's a cruel response um, to to, to give the impression that you can actually work out a direct relationship between COVID-19 and God's judgment, other than the big picture, which is that we live in a broken world, a world that God created perfect and has gone sadly wrong, and we're out of... We're out of kilter with our, with our Creator, and the implications or the consequences of that can be things like COVID-19. So I think broad, broad principles can be drawn, but I would be very reluctant about a too heavy-handed um, application from, from COVID-19 to the direct judgment of God on the world.
0: And I suppose ending on a on a more positive note. I mean, it is true that many people are actually finding faith uh, through through you know what we're going through, and uh, it, that that's probably the, mo- the greatest miracle of all for people to come to an understanding of God's nature and character, and the real meaning behind, of course, that the, the, His death and resurrection, which we celebrated not so very long uh, ago. Yes
1: yeah that's right I mean I think that, that, that as you said this is an opportunity for for the local church and for the Christian believer to do two things uh, to love God and to love our neighbor and I think living out demonstrating the the good news of Jesus uh, in terms of the what of what we believe and how our belief affects our behavior and that our behavior impacts our relationships and our neighborliness and our kindness. All of those things, I think, are opportunities for the Church to to, to, to live out its, 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 its great mission in life. And uh, undoubtedly, there are people finding faith in Christ because they are in lockdown or because all of their world has been dismantled and they're asking the biggest questions of life. That absolutely is, is is going on and, and i'm looking forward very much to engaging with people like that we set up a couple of um uh, groups ourselves or inquirers who are interested in asking those questions and hopefully in that virtual environment we can help people discover christ as the resurrection and the life for more inspirational
0: interviews podcasts and hope fm best bits, visit hopefm.com forward slash listen again